Hi, welcome to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. This podcast is to inspire, support, and build community for mothers raising children with autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, the host and creator of the Mother's Guide Through Autism. This podcast has been inspired by my son, Joseph, who has been living with autism for the past 30 years. Hey, podcast listeners, I have exciting news to share with you. My book, Mother's Guide Through Autism, is going to release in May 2022. I wrote this book to inspire, encourage, and guide other mothers raising their kids on the spectrum. And what's so special about this book is that my son, Joseph, co-authored this book and shared his perspective of living with autism for the last 30 years in the second part of the book titled Through the Eyes of the Guided. Writing this book was a labor of love, and I just can't wait for you to read it. Go to mothersguidethroughautism.com to sign up for my book waitlist so you don't miss my sneak peek updates and the book launch event. See you there. Hi, welcome back to Mother's Guide Through Autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, and I'm your host. Today, I'm going to begin um, our Autism Awareness Month, which is April, with a topic that I believe can help bring more awareness to our to, to the world, to our society on autism with people living with ASD. And that topic is knowledge is power. And most of us have heard that and some of us may agree and some of us may not, but I have always believed that knowledge is power. So that's what I'm going to be talking about. And I'm going to be giving examples of how I have found that to be true on my own journey, living with Joseph and our experience with autism. So what I do know is that knowledge gives us the ability to survive and thrive in the world. Knowledge offers freedom. You can't have real power without freedom. I do believe that. And I also know that knowledge gives us the ability to make better decisions. It also helps us to decide the logical and the ethical grounds on which we make our decisions. So that is how I apply knowledge to bring awareness. When I began the autism journey with my son, Joseph, I decided that I would speak about anything and everything that I learned about autism. And the reason I did that was because I could see that the people that I encountered, some of them just absolutely had no understanding or knowledge about autism. And what that, what I noticed that that did was it created fear. And yes, I had my own fear, sure. Um, and, and I've shared some of the things um, over these past few years that I've been doing this podcast and 
helping moms heal their hearts that there's there's a lot to be fearful about. But one of the things that knowledge can do is it can alleviate it can alleviate fear. It can give better understanding about autism and uh, and our kids. So I always I always thought that. I always felt that. And I'm not sure if that's because I'm an educator uh, or if that's just part of my personality, but I was able to see the big picture. Either way, I have continued with this belief in the work that I do, and I'm going to continue teaching, speaking, and sharing knowledge that I have acquired over these past 20 plus years. I call I was called out a lot, you know. Um, it's it's easy to talk about how awesome it is to educate people, but it's interesting too that that you would think that explaining autism or having as many conversations as you can about autism would only inspire, but that wasn't true on my journey. I was judged a lot. And I'm sure most of you that are listening uh, to this podcast today can, can relate to that. It's amazing how quickly something with the intention to, to spread love, positivity, knowledge can turn into judgment. And again, I believe that's from a fear-based, fear-based belief, misinformed that I, I believe that this judgment came from. Either way, uh, I, I decided, like I just, I, I'm going to be on the front page of the paper. Our local paper did interview did interview uh, Joseph and I. Of course, Joseph wasn't speaking then, but our picture was on the front page of, of our local paper because I was starting our first ever support group and nobody at the time really knew very much about autism. And so it was front page news. And the judgment came from other people feeling, mainly parents, some educators, felt like I was labeling my son. I was not giving him the opportunity to, you know, to keep his autism in the closet. And I just didn't believe that keeping, you know, this knowledge from other people was going to help anybody. It certainly wasn't going to help my son because it, it, you know, it was obvious that there was something going on with Joseph. I mean, he wasn't speaking. He wasn't playing with other kids. I mean, he, he had many struggles beginning his school school years. And I thought, well, if I, if I keep this, just within our family or just within his father and myself, how, how is this going to help Joseph thrive? How is this going to help anybody as we started our autism journey? And yes, this was the very first support group in our, our small rural town, but what it did was 
it turned out to be more than a support group. It turned out to offer many conversations with many people to help our community under have a better understanding of what autism was, because I knew that other people were going to get this diagnosis. I knew that other parents were, whether they knew it or not, were dealing with this struggle. So one question I asked myself was, why was I judged? I already threw out some theories. Fear is, is the main one that I come with um, that comes up for me. But I wanted Joseph to be able to just be cool with who he was and that he was more than his diagnosis. I know that other parents feared that their child would not make friends and, you know, they would be made fun of because they were different, but that was going to happen anyway. So their belief was they, they would try to keep their child's diagnosis confidential, which certainly is their right. I, I don't have a problem with that. The problem I had was that I was being judged for what I believed in. I felt that my child was different and that if others could understand him and ASD, that it was win, 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 win. So first win. It was a win for Joseph because I do think he is extraordinary. I know my son is extraordinary. And if given the opportunity to shine, he would. And he does. The second win is for our school and our community to learn because children would and are being diagnosed every day with autism. And if more people could learn more about autism, then perhaps other children would be given the opportunity to shine because they too are extraordinary. So those are two of the four wins. The third win is for other parents to accept and release their fears of what other what others think of their children. When parents release their fears of the future, they can embrace and enjoy their extraordinary child. The fourth win is for our society, because if we can spread knowledge about autism, then we can have an inclusive society. So this will give people with ASD opportunities to shine because they are extraordinary. Those are the four main wins to be able to spread all our knowledge that we acquire as parents on our autism journey. And I know one thing I do know for sure is that each parent is an expert. We, we acquire a lot of knowledge uh, to help our kids. 
And when we start having these conversations with as many people as we can, then we are spreading knowledge and it is powerful. I know that along uh, our journey with Joseph, that there were teachers who gave Joseph the opportunities to shine because they had a better understanding about Joseph's struggles, but they also understood that there was more to Joseph than his struggles. They celebrated his gifts. They encouraged to for Joseph to use his interests and his gifts. They adjusted their teaching methods with the knowledge that they acquired about ASD. And they knew that they were making a difference. They were making a difference for my child, other children, and our society as a whole. They, they had that understanding as they acquired more and more knowledge. And when they applied it, they could see the change before them. Joseph, when given the opportunity, I, I remember one, one story in particular of many, many stories that I have of his music teacher. And she did a yearly music program at the end of the year with, with all the children in Joseph's class. And she gave Joseph one of the main roles. And I'm, I know, I don't think, I know that many, many were questioning the decision of this teacher, because how would Joseph be able to pull this off? Well, my son surprised me. I'm his mother. I know the most about my son, but even, even with all that, Joseph not only showed up, but he stole the show. He was able to shine because his teacher understood and believed and, and gave him the spotlight. She let Joseph be the star. And in that moment, it, it did make a difference. It educated the entire audience, all the children, all the teachers to be able to give kids that are different opportunities and to use their gifts. Our children grow up. And as our children grow up, as Joseph's grown up, I, I know that no matter where you are on this, this journey, whether you're in a situation where, like Joseph, when he was in third grade and you're educating these teachers and trying to um, give your child opportunities of, in, of inclusion, that your child will grow up. And as they get older, the challenge of finding employment and thriving in the world of work, you know, is, is another challenge that we face, is another place that we can have these conversations and apply knowledge. And I, I really believe that our kids have a place in society and they need and want to be valued, just like all human beings do. No different. So I would encourage, as we move through the month of April and all year, 
every day that you have an opportunity to have as many conversations about living with ASD as possible. I feel like the more stories that we share and offer knowledge that we are making, we are making a different, a different culture. We're offering a paradigm shift in the way people view ASD and to offer our kids some of the simple, very simple modifications that can be done in the world of work. Because what I have seen with my own son, now that he's grown, that he he can hold a full-time job. Yes, it's taken him some lessons, some, some of his own modifications. He has learned how to accommodate and how to navigate himself through these. But with the help of the world of work with employers who are willing to hire our kids on the ASD spectrum, you will have the most loyal employee on your hand. You'll have hard workers. You all have geniuses that can spread some enlightenment and 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 uh, their extraordinary lights into your world of work. So I would like to encourage for all of us to get together for this month of April and move even past that. Make this a mantra. Make this a ism, a belief. To, to search for every opportunity that you have to have as many conversations as you can have to offer knowledge because it is powerful. So let's talk about if you're not sure how you yourself can promote awareness for autism. I want to give you some simple ideas. So. The first one is simple ideas about how you can offer autism awareness would be if you don't have a local support group for parents, I would really encourage you to begin one. And what this will do is this offers parents a place that they can come together. It's safe and that's where these conversations can begin. And there is power and knowledge in sharing our stories. The second one that I'm going to suggest would be to find opportunities in your community to share knowledge about how, how can we include our ASD kids for example, as I shared, Joseph got a, a, a beginning in third grade being in his school play, but he really has a love for the arts. And so he was part of our community theater and he did great. He loved it. And when I went to watch him as an adult in our community theater, I was just as joyful as the first time. I watched him perform when he was in the third grade. So your community will be able to offer your child opportunities. 
So as many as you can find, have as many conversations and encourage, encourage, encourage. What I have found is when I have these conversations, it's very unusual to have somebody turn us away. And I know Joseph is mostly advocating for himself now. And I, and he finds, he finds the same results. So I would encourage you just to get out there in your community and see what there is for your, for your child. Offers many, the, the next one is offers many teacher strategies to help your child and other children on the AS, ASD with ASD, because uh, what that will do is, first of all, if teachers accommodate our kids, they're also accommodating other children. This really is a win because when you're in a uh, in an inclusive classroom setting, there are other disabilities, there are other kids with challenges that will benefit from these teaching methods for, for ASD. So I would really encourage teacher strategies and talking to as many of your teachers as you can. I would also like to offer, you know, if you have a grown child to, to help encourage somewhere in your workforce to make accommodations you know, if if there are factories in your area, what whatever that you can see that would be a work opportunity in your local workforce, having as many of those conversations in your community to to offer our kids as they become adults to have places in our society to earn a living so that they can become independent. Also, I would like to say. As far as having conversations, to have them in as many ways as you can to bring autism awareness to to create the inclusive society. So as the increase in diagnosis goes up, more and more opportunities will present themselves where you can have these conversations. I know at our local library, there are local uh, speakers that come through. And during April, there seems to be more opportunities to have more conversations. But again, I would cur- encourage you to have these as many ways in as, <laughs> as, as many as you can. And be open, even on the playground. If you're at the park or you're at the grocery store, Um, those are some great places where, you know, if your child's having a meltdown, you just go, you know, my child has ASD and this is just part of it, you know, uh, make them aware in as many ways, be creative, just put it out there because the more we do that, the more understanding that our our kids are going to get and that we're going to get, I want to end today with a quote from our book, Mother's Guide Through Autism. Autism gives us an opportunity to view life in the most extraordinary ways. You've heard me use the word extraordinary more than once. And I think that word offers 
a perspective, a shift in how we view our journey on, on the autistic, on the autistic journey. And if you can look at it as an opportunity, then you will view life and you will notice that we are living an extraordinary life in extraordinary ways on this autism journey. I believe this with all my heart. You you will hear me talk about this again, I'm pretty sure. I look forward to all the beautiful conversations. And I would also like to wish all of you a happy autism awareness month. And I would also like to wish you all the all the love from my heart to your heart. And I can't wait to hear about all the beautiful conversations that you're having. Stay well, stay safe, and I will see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review and share it on social media. You can download my free guide, Five Things I Wish I Knew Raising My Son with Autism by going to my website, mothersguidethroughautism.com. Also, please join our Facebook group, Mother's Guide Through Autism, for support. I'm sending you all hope and love. Thanks so much for listening.